Have you ever tried to set really good goals only to fall short and feel like a failure? Well, one response to that is to just stop setting goals. But we believe that there's a much better option. So we'll talk about that on this episode of In the Meanwhile. Hello and welcome to In the Meanwhile. We are Les and Paige Hughes, and we want to first of all thank you for joining us for this talk about uh, intentional transformation. That's right. Those of you who know us well know that over the last year, we have been on a, um, a journey to better health. And since March of last year, um, Les has lost almost 20 pounds. I've lost over 30 pounds. Um, we have seen great transformation to the positive in our health, but that did not come without having a plan. And today we are a part of a group that we started on Facebook. It's a, a group called the 28 Day Detox and the name of it is Transformed. There are over 570 people with us in this 28-day detox, spiritually, mentally, and physically. And that doesn't mean that we're all following the same eating pattern, but we're all planning to draw closer to the Lord, to transform our minds and our thinking, and then that in turn helps to transform our physical bodies as well. It's based on Romans chapter 12, um, verses 1 and 2, that reminds us to literally to give ourselves as a living sacrifice to the Lord, which, holy and acceptable, which is our due act of service towards Him. It's what we do as a part of our, our relationship with Him. But then it goes on to say not to be conformed to the image of the world, but to be transformed by the renewing of our minds. Right. And as we have walked in this journey, both of us have realized it's not just for 28 days that we are being transformed, that in order for us to reach some very specific goals that we have as a family, that there's got to be some planning and some visioning and some things that go along with achieving the goals that we have. And so what we want to share with you today is some, um, some tools that are, have been That's helpful right. to us in the past That's and right. that are being helpful to us in the present to allow us to achieve some really big goals for our lives. Yeah. And before we get too deep in there, we want you to know that this episode is also sponsored by Your Story in His Story. Maybe you've been uh, on this journey with us for a few weeks now. This is a 52-week, a, a, a year-long journey that we're going on as we look through His story, that is God's story, but specifically God's redemption story that certainly includes those of us who are followers of Jesus. So if you want to know more about that, we'll put a link 
under this video or with the show notes if you're listening to this in the form of a podcast. But we want you to we wanted to throw that out because there are many people that are joining us on this journey now. Maybe uh, you grew up like a lot of people and you didn't necessarily listen or read uh, those Bible stories as you grew up. And now you're more interested in that. Now you're trying to walk by faith more. But you, maybe you're a little intimidated because you don't know, quite know those sure. stories like you a think that a lot of people do yeah so this is one way to sort of get up to speed quickly as we talk about a lot of these stories together okay so back to what it means to be transformed now all righty well one of the first things that we have talked about when it comes to transformation is it is an act of the intent you will never be transformed if you do not intentionally make a plan to do that yeah and that could it's it's amazing to us as we've been on this journey with some some friends it's amazing how many spiritual parallels there are to yes. the physical life and yes, how wise of god to make it that way so one of the reasons you know the the bible in the teachings of jesus even he didn't in the sermon on the mount he said uh, he talked about our acts of righteousness and he included things like giving to those that are in need and praying and and fasting even and um, he didn't say if you do these things he said when you do them and there are uh, the whole the whole uh, concept of the spiritual discipline of fasting sort of that'll be for another episode and another lesson but as the part of the idea is that as you deny some things that your flesh naturally wants these are not bad desires these are these are natural desires that god gave us to crave fuel and to crave food but but as you deny that for spiritual reasons for the purpose of spending time with god and focusing on him or praying for a specific uh, need that's in your life what that communicates to your spirit is I can I can deny myself if I trust God to help me. And then when other things come that are not healthy and not good and not for your well-being, you can say, you know, I said no to a very deep craving. With God's help, I can certainly say no to this other. And, you know, that even goes with finances and it goes with um, pleasures and things like that. Saying no for a season to be able to seize other opportunities and other things is huge. You know, one of the things we try to teach our children is we have plenty of money. The question is, how do we want to spend our money? Because we can't spend it on everything. Therefore, we have to make priorities and be intentional telling our money where to go. And that is a huge part of what we're talking about today, even being smart. Smart in our plans, smart in our actions, smart in how we carry it out. That's right. So what Paige is doing is uh, throwing out an acrostic that many people use. It's not original to us. I've seen different versions of it. We've tweaked it a little bit to come up with our own acrostic. So if you're if you're taking notes, or we'll put this in the show notes as well, um, the podcast show notes, just write down the acrostic S-M-A-R-T, and hopefully this little acrostic will help you as you really set some specific goals, hopefully in order for you to be healthier, healthier not certainly not in just your, your body or your mind, but also in your spirit as well. And just remember, you know, we're, we are well into the year now, and And maybe you're like a lot of people who set goals at the beginning of the year 
and for one reason or another you've been unable to keep them thus far and so you feel like a failure please don't fall into that trap don't fall into that temptation today's a new day tomorrow is a new day still it's not too late to go back to those if they're healthy goals and things that will draw you closer to the Lord and help you be healthier and help you have a, a, better, a better witness or a better life and be around longer for the people that love you. All those are certainly great goals to have. So the, one of the reasons that we, we fail to meet some of the goals we have is because we, uh, they, they, they don't meet the criteria that Paige and I are getting ready to to walk through. So I would say the, first, the S in that SMART acrostic is for specific. So be specific in your goals. If your goal, your, uh, for example, a specific goal would not be, you know, I want to I give more money to kingdom causes this year. That's a great aspiration, but it's not a good goal. A good goal would be, I'm going to give 10% of my paycheck to the ministry of my local church. That is a specific goal. A, specific, a, a, a good goal is not, I'm going to get more exercise this year. A specific goal, a good goal is, I'm going to go to the gym and get on the treadmill for 30 minutes three, or, three times a week or four times a week. Those are specific goals. And spiritual goals are the same way. Um, I'm, I'm going to uh, read through the Bible this year. That's a that's a pretty good goal, but it's not a specific goal. A specific goal is I'm going to get up 30 minutes early, 45 minutes earlier than I normally do, and I'm going to use this Bible plan, and I'm going to read these passages every single day. That's specific. And part of what makes those goals specific is the M. They are measurable. You know whether or not you walk 10,000 steps a day, yeah. if that's your goal. Yeah. That's one of my goals. If I don't have 10,000 steps in today, then I've not met that goal today. But here's reality. I can do it tomorrow. Uh, my brother is also a pastor in Mississippi, and I loved a sermon he preached recently. And he says, what is so special about the first of the year? or the first day of something. Yeah. You can be just as effective starting on the 22nd of a month mm -hmm. as you do on the first of a month. So if you're watching this in March, there was nothing sacred about January. You don't have to wait until January again to do this. The thing is start today. Choose a measurable goal. Today I will walk 10,000 steps. This month, I'm going to save $100, and you can do whatever it is that you feel led to do with that $100, but you have a measurable goal. Today, I'm going to, whatever the, the, the goal is, find a measurement that lets you see, did I achieve it? If I didn't, don't quit. Start again. I love the verse in the, in the Bible that says, His mercies are new each morning. <laughs> Great is His faithfulness. It, with this detox group, man, if I could just tell you how many people have said, I fell off the wagon today. The difference is there are 500 people that are coming back and saying, but you can do this. Get up. Get going again. And you are going to be able to make this with us. We're going to help you. So measurable, specific, measurable. Yeah, and the A, really, there are, we, like, we like two of these. One is actionable and one is achievable. 
these need to be things that you can do, not just ideals and not just concepts, and, and achievable. You want them to be realistic enough. They, want to, they need to stretch you, but be realistic enough that they, they are achievable so that you don't give up and so that you don't get discouraged. And by the way, if, if you set a real, real lofty goal and don't quite hit it, look how much farther you are than you would have been if you hadn't set the goal at all. So don't beat yourself up. Remember the compound effect. That's right. The compound effect is do a little bit of whatever it is each and every day consistently over a longer period of time. You will be, you may be a little discouraged about what you can do in five days, but you will be amazed at what, that the results you can see in 50 days. So don't give up. Make it be actionable and achievable. And with that actionable, we're going to ask you in a few minutes to come up with a plan. We're going to ask you to take your calendar and your notebook and some things and to look at it and to have a plan. So actionable means that you can literally write down an action plan to achieve the goal that you're setting. I'll give you a great example. Throughout uh, the 28-day detox that we're talking about, one of my goals was to lose a specific amount of weight down to the amount of weight that I weighed before I had our fourth child. I want you to know it's only taken me 23 years, but I have finally reached it. I'm so You're excited. A I, I'm a machine. Lightning what McQueen. can I say? Yep. But here's the deal. It was a reasonable goal. It was an actionable goal. And I knew that if I was consistent in my plan of action, that I would reach the goal. Mm -hmm. Now, granted, for the first 22 years, I did absolutely nothing towards that goal because, honestly, it wasn't my goal. But in this last year when I have seen the Lord change my heart, not just my, my waistline, my heart, he's given me a desire to see these things happen. And so, therefore, my action plan has made it an achievable goal for me. There you go. Okay. Ready to jump to the R? I am. All right. The R is uh, to be reasonably risky. All right. So we, we like these, to, these goals to be ris sort of on the risky side because they don't need to be boring. They need to stretch you. They need to be fun for you and give you a reason to... Yeah, you know, get out of bed in the morning. So, but but not so edgy and out there that they're dangerous right. for you, or they'll be reckless for you. We don't want to be reckless, but be just kind of reasonably risky. And uh, I think I think you know what I mean about that. Well, not only that, but if it's something that you can achieve without God's help, yeah, you will. Yeah. But if it's something beyond your ability to do alone. It will truly teach you how to lean on the Lord. Proverbs 3, 5 and 6 tells us to literally to learn to lean on him and not to trust in our own understanding, but in all our ways acknowledge him and he'll direct our paths. If it's something that you can do alone, you won't trust him to lead you. Yeah. You'll do what you want to do. But if it is reasonably risky, 
then you're going to see God do some pretty big things. It reminds me of an illustration we recently heard about Walt Disney when he was planning the, um, the Walt Disney World. Um, one of the things that uh, he would do with his planning team is he would bring an idea to it. And if everybody around the table said, oh, that, yeah, let's do that, that's doable. Sounds great. Then he'd say, we're not going to do that <laughs> because it didn't make them reach yeah. beyond what they were and so he wanted something where they would have to dream that they would have to vision that when it was accomplished people would go wow now that was amazing yeah. you know maybe that's what God's saying to you right now that maybe part of the reason you're struggling and maybe the reason that you're just kind of you know laissez-faire with your own relationship with the Lord is because you're not daring to trust him a little more so maybe you need to ask the Father, what is the risky goal that you have for us to yeah. this year? That's good. That's really good. And um, you know, it uh, when when it's on when it's on the risky side, it'll give you a, a little bit of a yeah, nervous, yeah. little some butterflies yeah. on the inside. If if you don't, if not, maybe not every single one of those goals that you have, but if you don't have some goals on your list that that's that make you a little nervous <laughs> then you probably ought to go by and and look through them because you may not that's be right. trusting the lord as you should be so again not 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 so risky out there that is going to put you or someone else in danger but just enough to where it's just a it's just a stretch and may, right. may scare us just a little bit yeah. well and back to what les said okay so you don't achieve it but think how much further you will be than Absolutely. you were when you began. So much. So if you have a great goal, you may get to see God do a great work in your life. Yeah. Don't be afraid to reach high and to reach far. When, uh, when I played baseball, there were occasions like, uh, I mean, I, I was just an on-base guy most of the time. But there were occasions where it was, it was feasible to go ahead and try to hit one out of the park. And the best way, at least for me, the best way to do that, and, and this worked a few times, is not to swing for the fence. But And this is not wise. If, if, if you're a baseball player, it's not wise to do this. But if you're ahead by enough you know, or desperate enough. You, so if I ever really tried to hit a home run, I didn't try to hit over the fence. I would pick a spot way past the fence, way past, and try to hit that spot. Because if I knew that I hit it, if I hit it at that, if I, if I hit it at a light pole 100 feet behind the fence, chances are it was going to make it across right. the fence. So make goals that stretch you and whatever level you reach, it'll still be better than, than where you were. The last okay. part of the SMART analogy is to have it time specific. Because as you look at that goal and you have a specific time allotment, then you're going to know, I have X amount of days to make this work happen. Now, that doesn't mean that by the time the end of the time-specific time comes and you haven't achieved it, that you're a failure. It means maybe you might need to expand the time. It may be that you gave yourself too much time and you were able to accomplish it in less time than you thought. But as it is time-specific, it doesn't just have an infinite um, goal line. You know when you start, you know when you'll finish, 
then you know that you've achieved those goals. And so just be smart in making your goals. Okay. This past week, I um, attended um, a mastermind group that I'm a part of, and our coach and our mentor uh, shared with us a, a way one way that we can be successful in reaching some of the goals that we set for ourselves. So what I want to do is just for the last few minutes of this episode is to talk about how you can, because it's how you could achieve this. It's one thing to talk about them. It's a great idea. And, uh, even use the the smart acrostic to help get you there but specifically step by step how do you improve your financial life how do you improve your uh, family life how do you improve how do you improve the the the, uh, the amount of fun that you have with your husband or wife or kids or grandkids or friends how do you improve your 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 faith life so in whatever category you struggle, I'd say just list them all out. In our, in our group, it's categories such as faith, fitness, family, fun, friends, finance, and fulfillment. You can make your own categories according to your lifestyle. But what our business coach did, what our mentor in this group did, was he said to go down to each of those in that list and, and list, give yourself a score from one to 10. And so we did that. And then he said, now take the two that have the largest gap or that, that you have the most leverage in. Say if, I, if, if we had a three in one category and he just went through some exercises to help us get to a 10. Like he said, for example, what, what steps do I need to take to become that kind of person? So there was a way to do this. You, you be realistic about where you are right now. You identify who you want to be as a result. And then you can start taking steps to make that path happen. And, and one way to do that is to look at people who are killing it in these areas. <laughs> and man, hang around them. Be around them. Adopt them as your friends, even if they don't know you. <laughs> Adopt them as your Watch them. Observe. Read what they do. Listen to their podcast. Watch their videos. If they're, if they're around you and in your circle of influence, hang out with them. Ask them out to lunch. Ask them what their habits are. There's ways that, that you can do this, but it takes some intentionality. It doesn't just happen on its own. That's right. And the other thing is be realistic with what you've got. So take your budget. Look at your, your finances. How do you get from point A to point B? What do I need to do this week? And set short-term goals. If I want to have enough money to take the family to Disney again. I don't know why I'm using that tonight. Universal. universal. Let's yeah. go to Universal. Sure, if right. you want to take your family to Universal, how much money do you need to save this week to be able to achieve that portion of the goal? And so you divide that out into however many weeks it is. And by the time you've saved the money, then a Universal trip is fun because you're not worried about the bills that come at the end of it. Right. Maybe you really, uh, you've thought about wanting to know more about God's word. Maybe you're one of those that you did grow up in another denomination. And some of these stories that they've been reading at church, you have no clue where in the world even any of those books in the Bible are. Okay, so in order to get where you want to go, 
What do you need to do each week to get there? Maybe you need to be a part of the course, the 52-week course that Les is talking about that's a videoed course. It's 20 minutes for an Old Testament story, a New Testament story. Maybe for the next 52 weeks, you choose to engage in that weekly and spend 20 minutes, two days a week, getting updated on a story. It becomes your story then, and the things that you learn become a part of your life as you're living out God's Word. You see, you can use any of those uh, areas, let's just talk about fitness, finances, fun. You've just got to figure out what is it, what is my action plan going to be? Then get your calendar out and calendar it in. Put it in, because the biggest struggle you'll ever have is getting it on paper, writing it out. How am I going to do it? Then walk it through. You can have all the plans in the world. You can have great visions and dreams. But if you never put it on paper, the chances of you ever succeeding are minimal. You've got to make it real by putting it down. Yeah. And by the way, Ray Edwards, if you're listening to this podcast, thank you for stretching me in those areas that we've been mentioning for the last few minutes. Well, friends, we are pulling for you and we want to be here for you. If you want more information, if you want uh, to ask us something personally, please feel free to uh, leave some comments. If you're watching this on YouTube, on our YouTube channel, you can subscribe to that. Uh, hit the little bell and it'll send you a notification whenever we post something new. You, you're welcome to uh, make some comments. If you want to come over to Facebook, we're not hard to find on Facebook. Look up Meanwhile Ministries and you can, you'll usually eventually get there for us. The, the, just know this before you take off setting what you feel like would be some good goals consult the master first that's right consult him first and if and if you and i start trying to achieve things achieve goals that he's given us and see a vision fulfilled that he's given us then he's going to help us every step of the way to achieve the things that he sets before us and if we can help in any way please contact us and, and let us know Thanks for joining us. All right. See you next time. Bye-bye.